mighty God that can do all things. Glory to God. I'd like to welcome everyone, those watching by internet this morning. I'd like to welcome you to Glory Way at the Cross. Uh, God gave me a message for you today. Those of you that's here and those of you that's out yonder listening somewhere. We're going to be in Second Peter, the third chapter this morning, beginning in the first verse. Second Peter, third chapter, first verse. My gracious, while you're looking and finding your place, we have had a year, have we not? This is the last Sunday of 2020. Uh, some years I, I hated to see go, but this one I'm glad it's gone. And it's over with just about. Uh, uh, I never would have dreamed would have happened. We've seen such bad minute God's going to open and show the light Amen. and the truth of all this that's gone on. But it's a lot of evil in this election and everything else this year. But man thinks he can do a lot of things. But I want you to know today that we serve a God that's greater than man and greater than anything that man can come up against us. My God is still alive and he's still on the throne and he still hears and answers prayer. We serve a mighty God today. I was reading this and, and God had me turn to it and read it. Uh, two verses, first and second verse. Said uh, this second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, and both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance, that you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets, and of the commandment of us the apostles. Of the Lord and Savior. I want to use for a subject a message entitled this morning, Get a Grip. Get a Grip. Brother Ronnie, how do you get that out of that? I'll show you in just a moment. But I, I, I want you to know is, is he's saying here to remember, stir up your remembrance. If I were to ask you, used to, I worried about preaching a message twice. But it's no problem nowadays. That's right. You preach the same message a dozen times and most people won't even know it. That's right. Unless it's got a catchy title or something. Huh? All right, don't believe me, don't look at your Bible and you know, tell me what I preached last Sunday. See what I'm talking about? Uh, we got to get a grip. We're living in a world today that we can't play church anymore. We can't play around. We got to get back to, to worshiping the Lord. We got to get back to in His Word and to hear and to remember what His Word says. You know, we, we go to church and we say, oh, that was a good message. And then by dark. Amen. Huh? Gone. Uh, usually by two o'clock. 
I'm going to tell you what, I can say something catchy in here and and I can be at the back door and, and whatever it was, it might have been a, talking about a peanut or elephant or whatever, I don't know. It could be anything, but the first thing they'll say is that. Right. Won't say nothing about the Word. Right. It's the Word. Amen. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. We have got to get in the Word and remember what the Word says. The devil has come at us this year with all four trying to destroy the Christians in America today. He's come up against the church. Churches everywhere across Wynn and Jackson Park are closed down today simply because this virus is going on. But I read in my Bible that my God tells me that with His stripes we are healed. And I'm telling you that the devil has played a trick on the church today and the church is running half throttled what it should be simply because the devil has got into it and the church has not remembered the words. We're going to have to get a grip. If we're going to make it, we're going to have to get a grip. The word. In the second verse, he said that you may be mindful of what? The words. My, what I, my word doesn't mean anything, but God's word means everything. Huh? It's God's words. When the devil comes at you, I want you to know you can't tell him about what you think about him. You tell him about what God's word says about him. And I'm going to tell you what God's word changes things because it is alive and it's powerful. It is just alive today as it was the day that the prophets of old penned it down. But it's up to us to grasp hold to that. That's right. Mm? The word mindful. Mm. Naomahi which means a mental grasp. You grasp hold of something. You grab hold of it, right? But if you really want to hold on to it, you grip it. Hmm? It's like a pencil. You can, you can pick up a pencil and grasp hold of that pencil, but if you just twiddle it around through your fingers first thing you know oh I used to do that in school I, I was good you know with them girls you know I'd twirled that pencil around between those two fingers there try to get them girls attention every now and then I'd drop it but if you got a grip on that pencil it's not going anywhere if you get a grip on God's word mm, grasp to lay hold of, to lay hold of with the mind. Comprehend. Comprehension is something that needs to be taught today. You can, you can tell somebody two or three things today and the first thing they get is the first thing you tell them, the other two's gone. Because their mind is so full of cell phones and and what they're going to do when they get off work? That's right. They can't. They cannot get a grip on it. That's right. Same way in church today. Used to, we could preach to people for hours, and they said, "I remember listening to uh, Jesse DePlantis for three hours and knocking us out of church one time. Right. Three hours. 
But now, if you preach over 20 minutes, you done lost there. Huh? Because of the times that we live in, we are going to have to get a grip on things. We've gone through a year of hell. And if things don't go right, you ain't seen nothing yet what we're fixing to face in America. And if we don't get a grip on the things of God, on His words, and they become mindful to us, we remember them. He said that you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before the holy prophet. In Jude 17, he said, But beloved, remember ye the words, the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. If I were to ask you this morning, I'm not talking to you out there too. If I were to ask you this morning, how much of God's word can you quote? Besides Jesus wept. Think about it. Now, Brother Ronnie, I just can't remember. Well, you can remember everything else. If Brother Ronnie got up here with a button off his coat, I hope it ain't one off. You would remember that. If I had on two different color shoes, y'all would it would be on Facebook for two weeks. Huh? I don't even have Facebook, but I know it's on there. Dear Lord to God, where you can't even preach a funeral without it being on Facebook. One day it's going to blow up too. It's just a matter of time. Oh, got quiet. I, I, I was trying to keep things going and I got off on that and I should have known better. That's like whenever everybody in the church is drinking. And you go to say something about drinking, everybody gets real quiet. Let me move right on. We're going to have to get a grip. Yeah. Hey, if we spin it. Here we go again. I put on that sign out there way back under last year, sometime or another. You know, how much time do we spend as much time in, in, in God's book as we do in Facebook? Let me read what they posted today. And then we go, what do we read over here? What they posted today. God's word sitting over on the shelf. And when it's all said and done, all they're doing is you're telling them all about yourself. And they're recording every bit of it. There it goes again. Boy, it gets quiet. (laughs) I love it, though. Mm-hmm. Remember the words. God's word is what makes a difference. Right. If the enemy is coming against you, and the only thing that you got to combat the enemy because, hey, the devil's a spirit. Amen. 
It's like the wind blowing a bush. You can see the bush shape, but you can't see that wind. I want you to know the devil, he's over here getting your attention right here, and then all of a sudden he's over here deceiving you over here. Now I'm going to tell you what he said, we fight not against flesh and blood, but against power and principalities, powers of that. Hey, I want you to know today that if you're combating the enemy, you got to have something to combat him with. You know, God hasn't changed. He's still all-powerful. Everything that's in this Word is exactly what He means. It's the same identical thing that it was before, but we close it up and we don't remember it. We don't get a grip on it. And the devil's eating us alive. Hmm. Boy, that's as bad as Facebook. I don't know whether to quit or, or just that dial up Facebook. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's the Word of God. Do you know that God's Word is still just as powerful as it's ever been? Yeah. That's right. It still means the same thing. That it used to mean. But I've watched it over the, over, I can go back just, just 30 years. If you go back 40, it's really something. But remember whenever we used to have two and three week revivals? Oh, people would come and I'm telling you what, souls would get saved and lives would get changed. And it, it would go to this community and then have it two or three weeks, go to this and have it two or three weeks, and go to this one and have it two or three weeks. And boy, I'm telling you what, people would go and they would drive and they'd set up and, and go to that revival and get up the next day and go to work. Amen. And now, Corona hit. Oh! What do we do with God's Word? Let's see that page that uh, he said uh, that uh, with his stripes we're healed. Let's just try that now. Huh? Uh, that page that says greater is he than mean he than. Let's just tear that now. Might as well we don't accept it anymore. Hey, if we don't get a grip on it, we're going to lose everything. I don't want to face what we got to face in 21 in the shape that the church is in. The church has got to get a grip on God's words and what it says in God's word. It's still all powerful. But we got to get a grip on it. We can't just lay it to the side if we don't like it. That's right. Why don't you get quiet again? Facebook. If I talk about them old sinners 
Amen, brother. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Facebook. Amen, brother. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Come on, I'm telling you the truth. You don't like it. But I'm telling you the truth. In the book, book of Acts, 17th chapter. I got to hurry now. I fool with Facebook too long. In the book of Acts, 17th chapter, Paul and Silas, they said, as they was trying to get rid of them, they said, these have turned this world upside down. <laughs> That's what they'll be saying about Brother Ronnie for long. He just doesn't fall into the pattern. Hmm. They had gotten rid of them in one place and they run them off and they, they came to another in the 10th verse. He said, And the brethren immediately sent away Paul and Silas by night into Berea who coming thither went into the synagogue of the Jews. That's fixing to get it going again. So these were more noble than those in Thessalonica. That's where they were at. In that they received the word with all readiness of mind. And searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. If, if you don't know the word, I'm thinking seriously about cutting these monitors off totally. That way I can just preach anything I want to preach. Because you won't know whether it's Bible or not. Got to get a grip hold of it. We misquote scripture all the time. Amen. We talk about, what is it? The truth will set you free. Doesn't know what the Bible says. Said it'll make you free. We had another one there a while ago. I don't forgot which one that was. It was, uh, well, he just run right past me. But we misquoted it. And nobody says, wait, that's not the right scripture. Because nobody has a grip on it. We, we got it. He said they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily. Whether those things were so. When's the last time you took your Bible home? We had church and, and you say, you know, I believe Brother Ronnie had misquoted that and I just look that up. That's right. Yeah, it got quiet again. <laughs> when did we do that? These folks here that he was talking to here, they had a readiness of mind at spoke of. Wasn't that what he said? Yes, right. Readiness of mind. In other words, they had 
a grip on that thing. They knew. They had their minds set right. We got our minds today set on Southern Classic. Our, uh, what's that Mexican place? Um, Armadillo. El Patio uh, uh, Cactus Bunch or whatever it is. But we <laughs> we hadn't got a grip on church, on the Word of God. <laughs> we get a grip on everything except what it should be. The renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? If somebody come up to you today and say, uh, well, there's one religion, uh, Jehovah Witnesses. They always bring their Bible, and of course they bring our Bible too. But if they pull out their Bible and start quoting their Bible, do you know enough of your Bible to know which Bible they're quoting? Hmm. You see, you have to get a readiness of mind and that mind has to be renewed. The word renewed there in the Greek is an ak which means renovation. Renovate. You know, if our house gets too bad, boy, I need to do a little of that at my place now. See, it's not going to talk about it. But if it gets so bad every now and then, you need to renovate a little bit. What do you do whenever you renovate? Well, you you tear out, you replace, you put new stuff in there, you make it a better place. Hmm. The renewing of your mind. That's whenever you take your mind and get some of this I'm losing, going to lose it again. When you take this mind and you get in there, it was a big eraser and you start erasing Facebook. Come on. Come on. Makes me so sad I could just hear about crying. But we don't want to hear that. We don't want to renovate our minds. We're happy with it. But what God is trying to get you to the point of doing that this year that we've just come through and this year that we're about to face, if we don't have a grip on God's Word, if we don't have it in our mind, we're in trouble. You know, if there's something in there that's got the place cluttered up and you're renovating, 
We'll back up there and we'll load the truck up with it. Haul it off. Get it out of the way. It's outdated. Huh? We keep stuff in here. We, oh, I'm fixing to get in something now. We even keep stuff in here that God saved us of years ago and we still got it in our mind. Think about it just a minute. Think in your mind, what is the worst thing that you ever saw in your mind? And right now it'll pop up to you. Huh? It's there. But we got to renew that mind. We got to get it back to the rest of the junk out of the way. Get a grip in your mind. We're fixing to face something that you never faced in your life before. How many of us today would have ever dreamed this time last year if somebody would have told you that you're going to be walking around with a mask on your face everywhere you go? You would have said, I'll get out of here. Well, I want to tell you this is some things that's coming. You better get a grip on God's Word. Let me tell you what Jesus said in closing. Mark eleven twenty. Listen to this. And in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter calling to remembrance, see, he remembered what God spoke to that fig tree. And Peter calling to remembrance saith unto him, Master, behold the fig tree which thou cursedest is withered away. He remembered that Jesus cursed that fig tree. Didn't have any fruit on it. I had the prettiest fig tree at my house you ever seen in your life. And I used this scripture in a message one time, and that year it didn't have anything on it. But it took up all the space, and it was right in the way. And I thought about it, and I went out there and cut that thing down and dug it up by the roots. I said, what, what am I putting up with this mess for if it's not going to give me some figs? Huh? I mean, I took care of it. I put the ashes around it and everything else like you're supposed to and no figs. And then I'd go try to back a trailer in under that barn and there's that big limb hanging out there. Right in the way. Jesus walked by this and didn't have any fruit on it. He cursed it and it died. Peter remembered it. And Jesus answered, answering said unto him, Have faith in God. I'm going to tell you what, if we have faith in God, it'll, it'll take care of us, don't matter what we face this coming year. Right. Said in, for verily, listen to this, 
very closely. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. But listen to this. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. I'm going to tell you what, this, this is going to be good for this next year. Boy, if you, if, you, if you get a grip on this right here, if you just get a grip on what Jesus said right here, what a difference this is going to make in your life. He said that believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Well, I tell you what, if it got bad enough, you didn't have any food for your family. Kind of like, kind of like, uh, sister. Uh, what was her name? Alma. Uh, which one was it? Preached that message. Uh, Alma Joe. The other one. Alma Joe's friend. I cannot remember her name right now. If you're listening out there. Uh, forgive me but she was telling about she didn't have any groceries for her and the kids and she prayed and the Lord says put the pot on the stove put the water in the pot and turn the fire on remember that she turned the fire under the pot it got to boiling about that time it was a knock on the front door. And somebody had an armful of groceries just in time. But she had to step out in faith. She had to put that pot on there believing. And I want you to know that it doesn't matter how big the things that come against us are. I, I, uh, I listened to Brother Hagee this morning for just a minute. It's something caught my attention as I walked through. And he was on, and he was telling about something about a, a man that they was trying to buy out, had a store. Anybody hear that? Had a store. And said he bought the whole block all the way around him, and this little fellow was right in the middle of the block, and he wouldn't sell it. And they came to him and told him, said, look, said, we're going to build all the way around you and behind you. And he said, you're going to be right in the middle and it's going to kill your business. And they did. They built all the way around him, covered the whole block. They, he was, they had him on each side and behind him. 
The only opening he had was to the street. Well, they got ready that day to open up all the buildings. Grand opening. And they had big ribbons up, grand opening. So he went and got him a big banner made and put over his store and said, Main Entrance. (laughs) Main Entrance. Hey, I'm going to tell you what. We got to have faith like that. The things that we're going to face, we got to have that. We got to get a grip on God's Word and what God's Word tells us, y'all. He said for us to believe hmm, that you receive them. He said, and you shall have them. You know, our problem is we want somebody else to give it to us. We want somebody else to pray and to seek God and to walk up to us and lay hands on us and us not put forth any effort. But that's not what God's Word said. Whenever you pray, you believe that you already received them and you shall have them. He didn't list what you could have. Jesus said, ask anything in my name and he said I'll do it just that simple get a grip on what God's word says would you stand with me today please hallelujah